Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Stephen and I are together in the Cleveland studio. A little bit later than normal, but we're on the air. Um, we've got to do a bit of a discussion of the last show first. But first of all, how are you, man? I'm good. Long week. Uh, rough weekend. So we'll just ignore it and keep it moving. All right. Way to get us off to a great start. So last week we talked about, we, we recorded on Wednesday of last week, Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and we talked about the incident that occurred on the Rainbow Bridge outside of Niagara Falls, New York, and the one I'm actually kind of happy because we said the whole time, like, we are going off of unconfirmed news. We said we really didn't know, but we were basing it on what we had heard, so we qualified all of our comments, and then we talked about a bunch of things, including, um, you know, what causes radicalization. We also talked about, later in the show, trusting your news sources and how you judge them, and ours sucked. Fox News had us believing that a car was traveling from Canada into the U.S. and may have been a terrorist attack or attempted terrorist attack. Turns out it was a husband and wife going from the United States into Canada and crashing a Bentley that burst into flames. And we don't really know exactly what went on with them. But I did actually think that our conversation about, you know, radicalization and, and legitimate terrorist threats, threats from both borders was a valid discussion. So we... Had an excuse to have that discussion, and we did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you are probably putting a little too much on that whole thing. I mean, like, look, the news broke. We, we got it via Twitter, X, whatever. Um, Fox News was the first one to put the story out. They put it out that there were bomb materials in the car. Um, you know, it's you know, two Middle Eastern people coming over from the border. They were targeting the the trooper station. Like, this was the report that they put out. Um, now, you know, to your point in terms of, like, vetting sources and everything, like, look, we're two guys doing a podcast, you know, in our studio, which is a.k.a. your ex extra bedroom, right? Like, we, we, we only have Behind so much capacity to vet a source, right? Sure. Now, what ended up happening, and this is interesting, is that, a number of other like reputable news sources picked up the story and were reporting the same thing, right? So then the question becomes, what's the accountability for Fox News for for this, right? Like who is, and the answer is none, right? But like there should be an inquiry as to where where did you get the information that there were you know bomb making material, there were bomb materials in the car, you know that it was two Middle Eastern you know people you know, had it targeting the, the trooper station or whatever, like, you know, like they should be held accountable for putting that bullshit out there. Right. Um, you know, the fear that people had, um, you know, who knows what the, what that did for the first responders and everything else. Did, did that news report change anything in terms of how they approach the situation? Um, I just, there should be more accountability for putting that information out there. Now we get, we can easily surmise the why behind why Fox News would do something like that and say that, right? Like, we can figure out why Fox News has an interest in getting people worked up about terrorists coming in and crossing the border from Canada and, you know, trying to blow up a bridge, like, given everything that's going on with Joe Biden, you know, with turmoil all across the world, right? Like, in given their pension to back and support DOD funding, spending, um, you know, they're the party of law and order, unless it's their party, then there's, you know, then they get kind of lax on the law and order part. But, you know, we get who and what the GOP is. We get that Fox is their, you know, main media outlet and backer um, and, their, and their main voice and platform. So we understand everything about why, right, why they might do this, allegedly put this information out there knowing that it was bullshit, <clears throat> Allegedly, supposedly, maybe. Um, 
but then I just think we should be asking the question of why aren't they being held accountable? Why aren't they, why aren't we seeing answers as to where this information came from? Not that they need to reveal their sources, but they need to walk us through how you get from, you know, pissed off couple who couldn't make it to, who, who couldn't go to a concert, who went to a casino, maybe had too many drinks and, you know, took a Bentley flying spur on a flight. <laughs> but I mean, I just I feel like there need to be there, there needs to be some accountability. There. Fox has been avoiding accountability with news stories since essentially their existence. Now, to be fair, it's not just Fox, right? CNN has told some blatant has put some blatant and, and, bullshit stories out there, and yeah, I guess they you know maybe they issued an apology or somebody went to the but like again, like I mean, what's the real accountability? I, There's nothing to stop them from doing it again. As you look at them, as you look at what Fox just did. You know, I'm sure we could drag up stories from MSNBC and, and, sure. and so on. Like, there's no accountability for our media. All right, you're you're, you're correct. I was I was just talking about in terms of me personally because I was very aggressively anti CNN after they took me on a four hour, uh, you know, sit on my couch waiting for the news to break regarding the Boston um, Marathon bombing. I mean, those fucking pieces of shit. I I was anyway. I was furious with them, so I hold them accountable. That's kind of where I thought you were going in terms of not me specifically, but in terms of viewers of that media. But in terms of financially or or in terms of credibility, like announced, we made, there should be a credibility score. There's my answer. I, I don't want scores. I want, I want a reason for you not to do it again because scores don't mean anything, right? At the end of the day, right, like Fox would have terrible scores, but the people would still watch because they, that's what they want to hear. Right, like now, I'm not saying that we need to make laws and everything. I, but it just feels like. Well, I don't know. I mean, if it's not a law, what is it? Yeah, I guess you're right. Right, like I mean, it just, it just feels like. Look, if if you're a, a media outlet of a of a certain amount of reach, right, and you put a story out there that's completely wrong and from all the looks of it is completely bullshit, then there needs to be a severe penalty that makes you not want to do that again. Right, like, how long a penalty box? Like you lose no. 30, how about no thirty minutes of airtime? No. Gone. How about in you know in 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 baseball you get caught using steroids, you miss you know two thirds of the season or whatever it is or half the season. Half season, yeah. You know, like so. I, I again, maybe it's you loss of airtime. Maybe it's it's stupid fines. Like you know, yeah, that's, there's there, you know what? There's no good answer though because if you say you're taking them off the air, what are you doing? Censoring because that's actually what you're doing. Now you're censoring bullshit. But to, is it censoring though? If you stop someone's ability to communicate, then but yeah, if they're full of shit, I, you know, I mean, if if they're actively and 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 um, deliberately putting out false, yeah. you know, false information, I, I is, is that am I infringing on your first amendment? Because at that point, uh, once you, I think st- you are though, no, you're not. Like by law, you're not. Like if if you're saying something that is patently untrue. Right, that is causing harm and damage. That's not like you don't have a First Amendment right to say that. You can't. Again, the very basic example is you can't scream fire, fire yep. right in a crowded theater. Right, that's not free speech. So you know you you can't sit there and tell the uh, tell America, hey, you're under terrorist attack because they just tried to blow up a bridge in between Buffalo and Canada. There needs to be a penalty for that. I mean, I, know, I don't I, know. Maybe I, I, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe well, I'm crazy. That's a totally separate discussion. <laughs> yeah. You could work right. it in. You could work it into um, many discussions. All right. All <laughs> right. Um, so moving on, um, the uh, ceasefire has ended in in Gaza, and Israel has resumed military action. And I'm back to I don't see how this gets resolved. I don't see how it gets resolved. But the more I watch international news representatives from the state of Israel and how they're articulating their justification for what they're doing. They are not helping their case. Um, I, I have not seen much from Israeli. Uh, no, it's, I, I mean, whether it's, you know, Al Jazeera or some of the, the stuff actually over there in Israel or, or, you know, just different, like, you know, they, they, do interviews with the BBC and things like like when you watch their state leaders and their their PR people that they have talking right explaining 
their justification, different things. Like, you know, like, so everyone talks about the bunker under the hospital. Right. Right. I didn't know this, but the Israelis built the bunker. I did not know that either. I didn't know that. Now listen. From an Israeli source? From from like their their state media PR person on the fucking BBC News. She flat out said, like, we built the bunker. We're well aware of the bunker. That's how we know that's where they are. That's kind of like the U.S. saying, how did Iraq get these weapons of mass destruction? Oh, because we sold them to you. Yeah, I mean, it just, now look, what it, does that does that justify Hamas no. going, oh, no. but hold on, because I'm under the, ex, I was under the, 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 the assumption yes. that, you know, this, this hospital goes up and Hamas goes in and they, under the cover of night and darkness and, and you know, covert action, build this bunker underneath the hospital, which I always thought was, like, weird. Like, how would you build a bunker that's already there? Like, how would you do it without anybody knowing? It's kind of hard to excavate. Right? Like, exactly. Without- that's why I'm just like, this is crazy. That Like, how do we know that there's a bunker under the hospital, right? Like, I and, and then it's just like, this woman, she's she's just like, yeah, we built the hospital. We built the bunker underneath it. We know it's there. We know that's where they are. And I'm like, uh, now again, what does that mean? Does that change culpability or whatever? No, it doesn't. But I just feel like that's kind of important information to know and to have. Also, if you know it's there and you built it, right? Like, do you know a way in? Is there a way to go in and get into this bunker and yeah i know so, it's, so, it's a crazy but here's the thing as supposedly as opposed to just shooting hellfire missiles at a fucking hospital because they're underneath it like is there a, is there a better way to do this not to say and maybe they tried and it didn't work out or it was booby trapped or whatever but again if you did and it failed then maybe tell us and maybe that and then you can get people like i don't know if you can ever get somebody behind firing a, a missile from a drone at a hospital. But if you lead with, look, we know all about the bunker. We know they're there. The Israelis built it. We tried to get in there. It was booby-trapped. We, it, You know, like they, it was well-defended. It wasn't a course of action. So with that, boom, we sent a, we sent a drone missile in. Right? Like, you're well, not going to win well, everybody's hearts and minds, and it's a war, and you don't care about hearts and minds, but maybe there's a few more people that are like, eh, well, okay. Right? But... I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. What, what you're making me wonder is, if they built the bunker, how much of the tunnel because Kind of to your point, you know, in my mind, the tunnel system is what Willem Dafoe is crawling through in Platoon, right? It's like this hand dug out, you know, whatever. And I didn't think of that. I thought it was actually more uh, modern than that. But I viewed that as something that Hamas did without is- the Israeli government's knowledge. But if they built a bunker... Maybe they built a path to the bunker. I'm, I don't know, but it's making me rethink a lot of things. Uh, uh, again, I, I just there's the, as as the more they talk, um, <laughs> you, you're you're good at sniffing out people, you know, whitewashing uh, bad things. You're you're very good at saying, okay, you're saying these things, um, and so when you t- say the Israeli. State uh, voices are not doing them any favors. I'm like, you are among their harsher critics. You're among the more likely to go, okay, that sounds like the same bullshit I heard about, you know, yes. racism, about whatever. Yeah. And so um, I think a lot of people will miss that point. I, well, the and problem I'm, is, Jim, it, like, this stuff is kind of blatant. So I, okay, I, I don't I like you if, you're, if you're, like, if, if you're not. If you're not paying attention, then yes, you're right. If you're only going by, and to your point, a lot of people will miss it because they're only going to go by what they see on Twitter, X, whatever. Right. right? Like they see, and they what literally... going to stop saying X, whatever? No, I'm, I'm always going to say Twitter. I think we have to call it X. It's the actual yeah, the right. company's name, but I'm always going to throw Twitter in there just to fuck Elon Musk. Um even though it impacts him none, on the <laughs> oh, off chance that you he ever, him. on the off chance, but you do know, on the off chance, if he ever came across our show and he heard it and he heard my explanation, it would literally dig in his ass. We may lose our account <laughs> if he did, because he's that petty, <laughs> and we'll talk about that later. But um, uh, what I'm saying is, is that I don't like 
the Israelis aren't trying to hide it, and I think that they feel justified in everything that they're saying. The problem is, is that as they talk more and you, they tell you what they know or what they've done um, and how they did it, uh, and even sometimes their justification for it, like it, it, it makes it some of the things and some of their actions, it, it's hard to sit there and justify, right? Because people are just saying the Israelis were attacked. You know, they're the only, you know, non-Muslim country in the region. And so they have to do whatever they have to do to survive, right? And just give them a blanket. Everything's okay, right? Like do what you got to do. Yeah. And it's fine. And I'm just like, all right, but there's still innocent people being killed here. And so I can't just sit there and say, do what you got to do. Right. If you can, if you can minimize, right. The, the those casualties, if you can minimize those, those, uh, um, so the, the, does, the uh, collateral yeah. damage, then you, you have an obligation to do that. And what I'm hearing is, is that those opportunities are, they seem to be there. They seem to be readily available, and at least, and and again, we don't know all the strategy, and we don't know everything that goes into it. But it seems like fifteen thousand people over in Gaza didn't have to die. It seemed now it, maybe you only cut that number in half. Maybe you don't even cut it in half. Maybe you only cut off a third, whatever. But it seems like you've That's got a lot of fucking people. There's dying. a lot of fucking people, and it seems like you've got options to minimize this, but you're choosing to use the most brute force methodology because you're trying to prove a point because you view all of these people as subhuman, right? Like, I try to make the distinction between Hamas and Palestinians, but I don't know if the Israelis are doing that. I feel like they're not doing that. They're saying, if you're Palestinian, then you're part of Hamas because they're your they, government They were entity. voted in, yeah. They were voted in, and we view you all the same as a threat to us, and just because you're children now doesn't mean you won't grow to be what that man is over there that we just had to kill. So everybody's got to go. Right, and we'll say what we need to say, kind of, in the media, but at the same time, we're, we're we we feel you are an 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 in game threat that we have to eliminate from the face of the earth, and that's what they're going to do, right? And they're going to kind of try to baby talk it or sweet talk it or whatever, but at the end of the day, I think we're we're going to get to a point. I I don't know when it comes, right, in the next year, where. BB ends up just saying, like, fuck it, we're, our goal is to wipe them all out. I feel like that... Which, which, like, which, if you put it in historical context, is... Not good. Not good, yes. And should be Look, readily now, aware to Israel. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm reading it wrong. Someone can say, nope, you got it all wrong. Here, This is why. I'd be more than willing to listen to it. Um, and, and, and open to it. But I just... I don't know. Well, um, it's just really fucking ugly. No matter how you, no matter how you view it, there's no positive yeah, here. I mean, no. And, look, the, and, the pause was because they were exchanging, you know, prisoners hostages and, yeah. and prisoners and everything oh, else. Okay, and, let's talk about that for a second because they were hostages and prisoners. But some of those prisoners sounded a lot like hostages, like they were political dissidents. And young people yeah. and women. I mean, it wasn't like that was there, there that was, was another instance, right, where you had an Israeli talking about the people that were being released and like going through the list of crimes, air quotes, you know, being done. And it's just like, oh, the, you you arrested them because they spoke out against you, and right, As, you know, and, you're, and you're you threw you're you're adding that they threw a rock at you, <laughs> you know. You, I mean, you, it's you, just it, it, I, I, again, yeah, that 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 stuck with me, and I, it just popped in my head. I want to say it out loud because I'm watching them. I, I was actually watching Fox News, and they were showing the exchanging prisoners for hostages, and I'm like, and that's different because right. like you, and, you know, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not releasing. Murderers, for, right. for all right. Moving on, but um, yeah. So I, I just I, again, my position on it hasn't changed. I don't, you know, I don't know what the resolution is. There's no happy ending. Um, you know, everyone continues to say the answer is a two state solution, and it's like, like I, I, we've been I, saying I, that for the last, you know, six. They've tried years, it a couple times and go well. Here we are. So all right, um, all right. We so we've talked about our our favorite 
Congressman George Santos multiple times. He has now been expelled from Congress. Thank God. Because if that doesn't get you kicked out, I don't know what does. Um, I don't know where this clown show, clown car show ends because he's threatening to spew all the dirt and all the blah, blah, blah. Well, he did. He released some stuff on Twitter and, you know, what X or no Twitter X, (laughs) whatever. Um, he, he, you know, he released some stuff and it, you know, he felt like they were bombshells and, you know, he outed another congressperson and, and, um. You know, accuse someone of doing some the same thing that he was doing, and then you know he threw a couple things out there that weren't even like weren't like literally were not a big deal. Um, so I don't know, I don't know what actual dirt he has. He also has zero credibility. <laughs> there's that right. Like if there's anyone with no credibility, where it's just like, <laughs> look, I, I, it feels like everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie, right? Because every single thing with this guy, you literally like. You literally have to ask it. Like, we don't know what his actual real name is, okay? <laughs> Just to be clear. Because there's George Santos, there's Anthony DeVolder, there's whatever his dress-up lady name or what. I don't know if he's technically trans or, or a, a uh, cross-dresser. Cross-dresser or, or whatever, whatever RuPaul did. Drag. Drag. Whatever his drag name was. Um but this guy's got multiple names, and so like if you gotta start with what's your actual name, right? Am I even going to take the time to listen to whatever you know hot juicy details or whatever breaking story he's gonna put out there? Like, right? Yeah, I mean, in everything he 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 claims about his fellow Congress people that he's trying to he's trying to out could be true, but it is is it even worth chasing down? If George Santos claims that I had relations with Stormy Daniels, I will not deny them. They're not, I don't know why I went there. The look of the look of disappointment on Steve's face made that all worthwhile. You're good, very, very good point. Like you're right, he could go out there and say Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi have a love child and whatever, and be like, "Dude, you've lied about everything." And not only did you lie about everything, you lied about the most nonsensical, irrelevant bullshit. I played volleyball for some small because school. you literally like eat, like so. With anything that he throws out there, right? If I'm a reporter, I would think, all right, let me let me look at this. But like, I gotta dig so deep that I can get, I can basically say that I got this story from someone else because like he's so fucking toxic with his bullshit that you can't like you you can't even have his name in the report because then right. as soon as you do. Right, if you if you you're a punchline, as you right. Do. If you put a story out that the you know, like, well, according to George Santos, right, or quoted George <laughs> Santos, whatever George Santos stated, you know, maybe you use one of his other names and people <laughs> won't notice, and you get away with it. But like you, like you can't. So you have to dig down into the story, and then you know you find some low level person, and then you ask them, like, hey. Tell me about Congressman So and So. What do you know? Have you heard anything about X? Right, and then they go through and they tell you, and then you can say, "Oh, yeah, I got a, I, I got a, a tip from this random guy at a diner, or however you got to do it." But you can't start, or finish, or have anywhere in the middle Jorge Santos as a source. And let's wrap up. He's been expelled. He's the sixth member of Congress ever to be expelled. Do you know? Do you know the other two post Civil War? Because there was a whole bunch prior to. The well, Civil I know War. one. One's your boy, Jimmy Trafficant. That one hurts. I'm sorry, but I'm, that one I, hurts. I, I, I know. I've had so many conversations with you and other Youngstown people where they're like, "Yeah, we know, but we love the guy." And and to, to be fair, Jimmy went out like George. Although <laughs> Jimmy went out, he like he he, he crushed like, himself on a tractor or something. Well, no, I was saying when he got oh, when he went I'm out sorry. from Congress. I'm sorry. He spilled a lot of tea, and people followed up on it, and it, you know, got some people he, in trouble. Now, I want to follow up on that, but go ahead. He did, and yes, he he did ended up getting crushed by a tractor. Although there are some questions that that was not self inflicted. It is relatively hard to run yourself over with a tractor, um, and there's some suspicious things about his death. But I don't know. So anyway, Jimmy Trafficking is one. That is correct. Do you know the other? I think it was someone in the Reagan era, but I don't remember. The... Go ahead. Do you want to take it just 
Do you, do you want to take a guess? Expelled from Congress. After the Civil War. After the Civil War. I will, I will tell you that it was after World War II. All right. Um, was it... Uh, it wasn't McCarthy, was it? No. All right. His name, Michael Myers, from uh, from a district in Philly, our, right. our Pennsylvania and then Philly area, um, and he got caught on tape um, taking a bribe, like fifty thousand dollars cash, like and in that area was actually on tape, right? Like an actual tape. <laughs> Um, getting an actual bag of cash of like fifty thousand dollars, he got busted on bribery. So, but those, but Jimmy Trafficant from my hometown, and a man that I knew personally. Um, did he write a letter of endorsement for you to get in the list? Yeah, he did. That's I'm sorry, a fact. you were talking earlier about what you want this guy's name. Now, look, I, I will say this: Trafficant. If you're not from Youngstown, you're like, this guy's a fucking psycho, whatever. To he be did, fair. You know, oh, he did state a lot of things that basically pissed off the Clinton administration that were true and said, like, here's the reality. He would not have drawn the fire he did had he not been outspoken about truthful things. He also did a lot of shit that could cause trouble. Go on. And he had a unique look. He did indeed. The jean jacket with the sleeves cut off? No, no. it was a jean jacket and leisure shoe and pants. The hair or and the... a full leisure shoe with a butter with a butterfly collar. Um I, I don't know. He had a lot of polyester, a lot of, a lot of boots. Um I don't know. Anyway, he's, he's yes, a good guy. So, so so he was a good guy. He was he was good to us. I don't know. He, you know, he had his flaws. He, he did he did in in his defense, he did care about his district and do what he could for it. Yep. And when he got in his opinion, and I think a justifiable opinion, screwed out of a huge federal project. He started saying, "You said one thing, you did another." Double fingers out the window, yep. and as we talked about on the show, when you do the double double fingers out the window, Bye. you draw attention to those who don't like you. Yes. All yes, right. that 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 did happen. So, uh, George Santos, I will also say that I've got no issue with punning Bob Menendez either. Um, I'm disappointed they haven't already. You know, I mean, you know, I, and it's hard to say. Like they're both, been, they've both been indicted. Um, Bob but neither this, convicted. But neither convicted, which was my stance on. Now, I said due process, and I think if you've if you've got an ethics committee investigation that's been completed with a report, I will say in Congress that is your due process, right? Like if the sure. ethics yeah. committee comes back, does an investigation, and because at the time when we talked about it, that ethics committee um, investigation was not complete, there was no report, and it's like you can't get them out before that. Now with that done, and they come back, and it was you know everybody is saying this is really bad, right? right. Like then I don't have a problem expelling it. it it's a difference between a professional action and a criminal action, right? Like if you say Jim, you took a whiz on the floor of the cafeteria at work. I don't know why I went there. But, you know, okay, is that a criminal act? I don't know. Who? Whatever, call the cops. But am I getting fired? On the spot. Because you are not doing your job in a way that is acceptable. So, you know, I'm just saying. But that, in, that, so in, so you've kicking got, out of Congress is not a criminal, you know, prosecution. You don't need exactly. that level of due process. Right. It, and now people are like, oh, well, you know, like you're taking his job away and he's a government employee. So, uh, yeah, but still. Um, yeah, so I, like I said, George Santos out. See you. Wouldn't be bad to see Bob Menendez shortly thereafter. You know, people want to argue about the numbers. And, yeah, the numbers would suck, but integrity matters more. Like, you can't sit there and stand on your high horse about how shitty Donald Trump is with all his bullshit. Right, but then you got a fucking like you've got an indicted person who's, you know, forty five seconds away from being a, a a federal criminal, and you just sit on your hands and just like, oh well, we have to just kind of wait and see how it all plays out. No, I'm, with, I'm with you. I'm in. Um, we've we've you know we, I mean, we, we haven't even disagreed on that at all, right? We both no. Like the fuck yeah, that guy. I mean, fucking gold bars. <laughs> all right, so googling how to fucking fence gold, like <laughs> god damn it. Fuck Google though. Google's fucked. 
We talked about the other day. No, not fuck Google, because we need to know how dumb these people are. Well, but you were talking about how you were on a trip talking about shit, and the next thing you know, you're getting ads for what you and your... Yeah, but that's not just Google. All right. I mean, that's all, right. that's all the social all right. media. Let's, but... talk, let's talk about uh, Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom having a debate. So I watched only clips of it. I didn't watch it live, and I think it's a really good. it was a really good illustration, in my opinion, of what... Um, when you only watch one news source, how things can be made to look. Because I watched things that made it look like Ron DeSantis was mopping the floor with Gavin Newsom and vice versa. Based on who was sending it. And I was really annoyed. I did not watch the whole thing. I believe you did. Yeah. I, so I watched uh, a good portion of it. And what I'll say is, you know, I don't think you had a winner. I don't think you had a clear winner. And I don't think that you really could have had a clear winner. Um, Ron DeSantis is very uncharismatic and he's got no personality and we, we've talked about that. He's very awkward and just an unappealing statesman. Um, that being said, I think on some of the substantive issues, right, the issues of substance, DeSantis was better, but, or was at least accurate and posed questions and in, in, in positions that like Newsom would have had trouble with if we're just going based off facts, right? But Newsom, um, like Trump, has the ability to, in those situations, right, with the spotlight and and the 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 sort of ability to sort of freelance, is able to just deflect. Um, and very, like he had a lot of like zingers and one-liners and, and all this other stuff where it got people, ooh, 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 right? And DeSantis' reaction is terrible. Okay, you know, like, because DeSant in DeSantis' head, he's just like, oh, he didn't say anything. He didn't answer my question. And he did this weird thing with his lips and he would look down and all this other stuff. So you're looking at DeSantis, you're like, dude, what are you, like, you're getting killed, right? And Newsom looks good, right? Tall dude, he got a little sun, he's got the, you know, salt and pepper hair, you know, speaks very clearly, very pointedly, you know, knows how to, you know, raise his voice a little bit and, and all like does all the right things, right? Puts the words together. Great. Right. And everyone's like, Ooh, ah, but like kind of doesn't answer the question substantially. Like doesn't, you know, it's like a full ass pivot deflection and everything else, but he's real good at it. And so when you put those two together, like, like if you're everybody on Fox's side, says that DeSantis killed him, destroyed him, mopped the floor with him, Newsom couldn't answer any of the questions, Newsom lied about this, boom, boom, you know, everybody on the other side, Newsom is mopping the floor with this guy, DeSantis, look how awkward he looks, he can't even respond, he doesn't know what, he, like, oh, Newsom is running circles around him. And at the end of the day, for both of them, fine, right? Like, you gave a few more people on your side, like, a little bit more confidence or belief in you, Maybe you pulled in some people who were on on the on your in, in your political arena, right? On your political side of the tent, but maybe they weren't under your specific tent. So maybe you pulled in a few of those people or brought them a little closer to you. And I think that happened for both. I don't think any either lost support, maybe gained a little support within their own like party affiliation, right? Like a little bit, but that that was about it. I, I view this as a situation where it was two guys with nothing to lose. Yeah. If you're DeSantis, you know, the Republican debates have been such a, a, a shit show, and I'm not even trying to be political or, or, or you know, uh, partisan here. When you have seven people on stage fighting for microphone time, fighting for a chance to be heard, they it turned into... it turns into a screaming match, which it absolutely did turn into, and it's useless. A debate literally should be two or three people at the most. Um, and so you get... This, this wasn't a debate, though, right? Like, that's not really what this is about. This wasn't about debating issues and well, figuring stuff out. Like, this was for Gavin Newsom. This was, look, I want to get my face out there. I want to get my brand out there for two reasons. One... Something happens to Joe Biden before the election. They need somebody to step in, right? We know Kamala Harris doesn't have the chops. Maybe she does, maybe she doesn't. But in his head, that's what he's saying. 
So he wants to make sure that you know everybody knows who he is, so they jump in behind him and support him if something were to happen to Biden. Now, Biden will probably be fine, right? Make it through the election, whether that's good or bad, whatever it is, what it is. You know, for him, it's good, ideally. But what Gavin Newsom is doing is really trying to set himself up for the following election cycle, right? Now, you could say, oh, well, that's such a long time. Wait, but look, here's the deal. No matter what, you got four years after this coming November, and then we're doing this all, not even four years, right? Like, you got three years, really, right? Um, um, you know, because, like, uh, campaigning oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the next election after, after 24. Um, so Gavin Newsom is looking at 28, and he's trying to get himself out there, right? Like, what did Obama do? Right, Obama gives the 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 speech at the, the keynote D, address. Yep. Yeah, the keynote address at the DNC, right? And obviously he wasn't running at that point in time, but every like from that night forward, it was like I, I called my dad that day and said, "I just saw the first black president of the United you States." Go, right, you that and, happened, and millions of other I, people. And I'm not unique, I, I, right? But and and that wasn't just. I'm just saying like that. No, but no. that was and that was the plan, right? Sure, that's exactly they and were trying putting to plant his face a seed, on the, Yep, right. And this is what this is what that was for Gavin Newsom. Right? This is what that was. He needed something where it could isolate him and you could show the comparison. And he knew, like, because DeSantis is likely, maybe, you, you know, more so before than now. But, like, DeSantis could be his likely opponent, right? In, 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 or, or in 28. Okay. In 28, right? Like, so it's just like, all right, let's, let's, start, the, let's start the back and forth now. And in Newsom's mind, he couldn't lose because, one, he's not running this year, right? And, two... Right, like Newsom's not running for president this year. I don't. I, I, I you're responding to my look. <laughs> I'm not sure. I believe that. I think he might be putting the feelers out there. I think he knows there's enough dissatisfaction with electing Joe Biden again, and I think he wants to start a groundswell of. Yeah, it's suicide though, because you now you have the disruption in the party, and if you don't win, and you do that. That you're done, you're dead. All right, but it's I mean, not, it's not now, about my family. Okay, Youngstown guy. Doesn't mean you. doesn't mean you're wrong. I'm just saying. Right, <laughs> I, I'm feeling some Youngstown coming out. Hey, you swing for the crown and don't swing and miss. I, I I think Gavin. I think the Democratic Party is so desperate for a front runner for a champion. Gavin Newsom would not be my choice. Wouldn't be my top ten choices. But from an electability standpoint. He's got the stuff. And to kind of throw throw back at you what I said earlier, you're someone who discerns information and gathers information. You know the American public does not. You got a good-looking, tall guy with, you know, the, the slip, slick jab and the whatever. That guy can Here's win. Here's the deal. You're not wrong, but the question is, does the DNC agree? Because Gavin Newsom can't come anywhere near raising the money on his own that he needs to run for president. For sure. So if the DNC isn't going to put any money into him or the other guy in Minnesota, what's the other? What's your boy's name? <laughs> Fuck! Don't do yeah, that to me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll pop in my head in thirty seconds. Not sure. Um, but if the DNC isn't going to put any money into into any challengers, then. You, you can want to do it, but you're not a challenger because you can't, you, you literally cannot afford to do it. So he, like, money says he ain't running. Again, at this point, you're 100% correct. I think this whole reason for doing this but debate. You, but was, you know how much this shit costs? Well, but, but he got whatever he got for the debate or discussion or DeSantis jab, whatever the fuck we're going to call it, you know, he did that. And now he's going to see what's. Is there a groundswell? If there is, which I don't think there will be. It has nothing to do with him. He would absolutely run the day. He wants to run the day. But if the DNC shuts it down, he can't independently raise the money that he needs to raise. To make, He would have to do it as an independent and hope. And he will, and and he he will, will not do he that. He will not do that. All right. So he I, ain't like. I'm so mad at myself for not coming up with that guy's name. Mother. Yeah. Yeah. That was me slapping. He, the, your boy, whoever he is, what's his name? Mike, Mike Logan, uh, uh, the Minnesota guy. That's the, the Minnesota like, guy. I can't come up with his name. That's my point. Is I'm annoyed with myself. Is it Bruce? What is it? Bruce 
Banner? No, no, it's not Bruce Banner. You just stop this nonsense, it, Mike Logan. Oh no, T- Tony Stark. All right, I'm I'm done with you right now. <laughs> and we <laughs> moving on. So you put on our board. Trump moves forty million dollars. Is it T'Challa? You can just stop speaking right now. You are not funny. Oh, uh, anyway, I'll come up with a guy's name. Uh, sure. Anyway, Trump transfers forty million dollars to from what to what? You put this on there. I don't yeah, any so details. Trump moved forty million dollars from his Trump organization into a personal account. Now, the reason why that matters is. He's got a little case going on there with Trump Organization and him and his kids about, you know, fraudulent business practices um, and has been ordered not to move a penny from or through the Trump Organization without uh, informing. Uh, they put a former federal judge as basically like the, the Trump Organizational babysitter. Um, he's got to alert this former judge that if he, you know, is doing anything as it relates to the funds... Uh, with the Trump Organization, he didn't do that, and he moved this, you know, relatively large chunk of money at forty million dollars from the Trump Trump Organization to his own personal account, um, and that is, you know, violation of a court order and and problematic, um, and it also begs a question as to why, and I think we know the answer why is he is in need of money. Dean Phillips. Well, you had to look it up. I did have to look it up. I cheated. Absolutely. I was sitting here. I was doing... You, you had I, to look I was, it up. I was doing what... I hate what you do when you're... I, I did exactly what I despise when we're talking. And I was looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. But, yes, I looked it up. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> anyway, so T'Challa is in Minnesota apparently running for president. It's useful so, as he is. That's about yeah, how useful it um, is. Insert a comic book character. Yes, we've established <laughs> um, the list of names, Stephen. But yeah, so it, like I just bring that up because again, there's there's two parts to that. You violated a court order, and is that a desperate move because money's starting to run low, right? Like we know that they're watching your political campaigns and your plaque and your packs probably, you know, as close as they should have been all along, but closer now than they were before. Um, so he's got to be careful moving money from the political campaign and the PACs and everything else. So he just decides to pull $40 million out of the Trump organization, put it in a personal account, and sort of you know, beg, for, beg for forgiveness after the fact. So, again, We, we just saw someone get expelled from Congress for misuse of, congr- of, of campaign funds. Now... Obviously, different. Yeah, this is this is way different though, because this isn't actually doing anything with the campaign, right? Like again, you got a court order that says don't move money from A to B, and he was like, "Fuck you! I'm moving money from A to B." So again, you've got to deal with that, and also it makes you think, why, right? Why do you need to move forty? Again, you're self-proclaimed billionaire six times over. So what's going on that you need to move, that you're so desperate that you're willing to violate a court order? Like, really, you just forgot, right? Or is it, oh, well, I feel I shouldn't have to tell her, even though it's a court I mean, order. I, right? I think like, a lot of it's the whole, fuck, fuck them, I'll do what I want. I mean, that's been his MO But why did you, jump. like, why, right? Again, you just have to wonder why. That's a, $40 million is a lot of fucking money, right? I don't care if you're a billionaire or not, <laughs> right? But I think that amount of money matters if we know you've been inflating your assets and you've been inflating your personal wealth and if you're not worth that $6 billion that you've said or 5 or $4 billion or whatever and you know people have just been saying, oh, well, I mean, he's still worth close to a billion, maybe, but between maybe he has finally started paying lawyers, maybe he's trying to move money in other places, but why do you need to move $40 million from an account that is locked up due to your situation and, in the state, you know. And that's how we got caught. As literally they said, like, we're targeting this account because of your financial transactions. Oh, $40 million. That's more than the, like, right. if I take $200 out of my ATM, no one gives a fuck. Right. Take $40 million out of my ATM. Yes. And where do I get $40 million? But anyway. But exactly. Okay. Right? Right. Like, you move $40 million, no matter how rich you are, someone's going to notice. Right now, whether they give a fuck or not is a different thing, right? Elon Musk moves forty million dollars 
it's going to raise a lot less eyebrows, right? Because he's worth a trillion, right? And a trillion is a whole fuck ton more than a billion, and a billion is a whole fuck ton more than a million, right? Fuck ton is an actual term in the finance world, yeah. if you didn't know. There, but, there are illustrations of like, here's what a million dollars looks like, and here's what a right. billion dollars looks but like. If you're, it's stark. It is. But no pun if, intended. You're, if you're barely a billionaire, that $40 million amount is going to, is going to raise some eyebrows. Just throwing that out. Well, there. you're saying Elon Musk. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to discuss with Elon Musk? Oh my God. So Elon Musk and this. So there was some conference going on, and uh, Elon Musk has this interview that was. Uh, I know it was streamed through Twitter X. Um, maybe it was, you could see it on TV or whatever. Um, I think maybe MSNBC or, or one of the media outlets carried it, but basically tells advertisers to fuck off. Tells Disney and Apple and everybody who pulled out because of his anti-Semitic tweets and just kind of his overall weirdness, um, you know, his, his backing and supporting of anti-Semitic tweets. He literally tells advertisers on national, worldwide television, digital streaming to fuck off, right? Like, I don't need you. But then he proceeds to go on and says that if these advertisers pull out and they do not come back, it will kill X, Twitter, whatever. Okay. Because financially, they can't stay afloat, right? Like, I mean, they, they, this is going to cost them a company that he paid $44 billion for. Like, these companies were spending 50, 70, 20, 100 millions of dollars on advertising, right? Each year, right? Like, I mean, the, these companies are spending $25, 50000000 million a year on advertising on X alone. Right? That, that's been a speculation for a long time, though, right? That Elon Musk bought it to destroy it. That's okay. been speculated. I'm not I'm maybe afraid. I don't know, but like let's just either. let's I'm just not... roll with what we know, right? We we know that he sits there and 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 you know likes, supports, retweets, whatever a, a tweet or X or yeah. Zeet that has been considered to be anti-Semitic. The advertisers are like, oh, oh, we don't like this, and we you know we don't like some of our ads showing up and these. You know, sketchy tweets with with uh, you know all these different very negative things. Um, so we're out. And then he says, "Fuck you, I don't care." But then he says, "If you go out, right, and you leave, ground, yeah. right, be trying to blackmail me and censor me and censor all us sane people out here, then you're going to kill the platform." Right. And that that to me that sounds like he wants it to crash, but wants to be able to blame someone else. Right. That's how it feels to me. Well, um, the question is why? Why after like why buy it to destroy it? So he was on Rogan's podcast a couple weeks ago. Because I don't buy that. I don't buy that one bit. I think he need for his master plan, he needs X. He wants X. He has to have it. The word master plan is a scary or the term master plan is pretty scary. You've called him Cobra Commander in the past. Um uh, so think about what so, he wants but, but, to do, right? Just think about what he wants to do. You start with the cars. You've got these really cool cars. They're driven by batteries, but they're also driven mostly by computers, right? To the point where they literally can get you from point A to B, and you don't have to touch steering wheel, gas, or brake. Now, because of that, right, how do they get around, right, based off coordinates that are put in the computer, right? Well, what's to stop Tesla from saying, right, like, all right, I want to go from point A to point B. But when I pass it going this way, or when I get there going this way, I pass something that maybe somebody doesn't want me to see. So Tesla diverts you, and the car ends up taking you a different way around this thing, and you never see it, whatever that thing may be, right? Like, so they can control how you get around, how you get from place to place. Or even, listen, they also have insurance where if you drive your Tesla after a certain time, right, at 10 o'clock, they're like, hey, that's not really safe driving. If you keep doing that, we're going to up your insurance rates, right? So it's probably a good idea. Get that car in the garage before 10 o'clock. Just saying, you know, you can drive it, but it's going to cost you more. And then you got the people out there, oh, look how financially conscious I am. I am not going to drive late because that's not safe driving, according to Tesla. You're hitting home insurance. Insurance. insurance got jacked. Right? I, I know. But then... Right, so now you've got cars and control of how you go places and where you go and when you go, but what else does he have? Oh, he's got he, he's got these chips 
that they put in monkeys' brains and the monkeys can play video games and they can do all these sort of things, right? And eventually, like, those chips he's going to want to sell to me and you where he literally puts a computer chip in your brain, right? So if he can control a car, he can control your brain. It's the same guy. It's the same companies, even though they've got different fucking names, right? So you've got that. Then what did he do? He buys Twitter, turns it into X, fires half the employees, and then he tells you, like, Twitter X whatever is doing better than it ever has before with fewer employees. And oh, by the way, don't forget the fact that I stuck chips in monkeys' brains and they're playing video games. And I'm getting to a point where I'll be able to take a line from Tom Cruise and Tropic Thunder and say a fucking monkey can do your job. A dickless monkey, actually. <laughs> right? Nut- nutless monkey. Nutless monkey, how, right? Can do how your dare job. you misquote the great... Les Grossman. Right. It's fantastic that you can remember Les Grossman, but not but the not, guy in Minnesota. But not Dean Phillips. <laughs> so, all right, right? So now he's got I'm monkeys. He's got microchips where he can control people or he can get a monkey to do your job. And he tries to prove it by buying Twitter and getting rid of half the employees and saying that Twitter is running great even though it's trash. But he's still spinning that web, right? Let's not also forget that the satellites that he's got up in the sky, Starlink, Right, so important that literally Ukraine is calling him and saying, "Hey, can we use your satellites so we could fight this fucking war?" Right, and he is making decisions on whether they get that access or not. He's f- using those Starlink satellites with Israel, or maybe he's not and giving them. To, I don't know what he's doing, but he's got satellites up there that can help literally fucking control wars. So if he can control a fucking war, he can control your car and he can control the trip in your brain. Right, then you've got X, right, which goes back to and he said all along going back to. Uh, uh, the eBay days and the PayPal days that he wanted to get everything. He wanted everything that everyone does to run through one singular app. And they have a similar thing uh, in Asia already, but he wants to take that to the next level where you do everything through, through X, right? Which is why he named it X. He literally wants you to like do your banking, buy your Tesla. Like he wants to get it to a point where everything that you need to do you want to do you can do through his app right while you're sitting in his car going where he wants you to go because he's got fucking satellites that can tell you how to get there and he can make you think and do whatever he wants because he's sticking a chip in your brain okay so speaking of a master plan yeah so so thanks a lot because that's why i call him cobra commander by the way and we're going to finish this conversation i'm going to publish this you're going to go to your home, and the drone that strikes this site because of what you just said is going to hit me. Okay, but am I crazy? To be determined. <laughs> okay, aside uh, from everything else you know about me, okay. based off of no, that. What, what you just said, I mean, all right, honestly, it sounds nuts, but it also sounds not nuts. <laughs> okay, but everything that I said, all it. When you connect it all, like, and you say he wants to use it to control everybody, that's when it gets crazy. But there's nothing I said, like... You did not state a fact I could argue with. You, right? To put it Do all we, together... Does, is he, does he have a company called Neuralink? Yes. Where he's does, working yeah, on yes, yes. Does he have cars that are autonomously driven by computers to get you where you want to go? Yes. Um, again, right? you, you stated several factual things that if you put right. them together in a master plan, again, that the term master plan is obviously right. disturbing thing, for a lot right. of reasons. But the thing with the app, right, the thing with X or whatever you want to call it, that's also, like, a lot of people don't know this, but that's, like, remember uh, 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 PayPal, and I think he, he it was PayPal, uh, I can't, I don't think was he had he anything. PayPal, I thought it was, was Mark Cuban was PayPal, I thought. No, I think he was. Maybe they both were. Musk, right. Musk was PayPal. Cuban was Yahoo and yeah, something right, else. Right, right, like right. radio streaming. Yep, yep. You're um, right. I think I said eBay, but he was I don't think he had anything to do with eBay. Maybe he did. I don't know. Um, but like, and remember, like, PayPal and Venmo are all one company, but I think Venmo happened after Musk had already gone. Right, but you like when you put all of that together, it's just like, whoa, what is this guy actually trying to do? So when you tell me that he's trying to burn Twitter X down, I don't buy it because I think it, it's a cog in his plan. Now, is he coming apart at the seams, right, and kind of going maybe off his own script? I don't know, right? But I, I something is a something is a Musk. <laughs> Um, something you would have booed the shit out of me if I'd done yeah, that. Yeah, I would have. I probably would have thrown something at you at this point. Um, I don't know. Something is amiss with him. Something is off. Um, 
I don't think he intentionally wants to burn X down, but he's doing it whether he likes it or not. I mean, you went on. Uh, uh, I'll be curious to hear what the feedback is. You you handle our X account, assuming it doesn't get canceled, <laughs> <laughs> which I have at well, whatever. Yep, message Steve. All right, man, we got to wrap this up pretty soon, but you also added um, Mark Fisher. So Mark Fisher is a guy, a black guy, who, you know, uh, is a black guy for Trump, says that he was a leader of the Black Lives Matter group out of Rhode Island, um, and, you know, saying that all the candidates are trash and Trump is the best option and he's done the most for black people, blah, 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 blah. But the Black Lives Matter chapter that he says he's a part of is coming out and saying this guy has no affiliation with us. Right now, there's I've seen mixed messages on whether it's no affiliation with us currently, and then I've also seen he's never had an affiliation with them. I don't know which is true, right? I think technically, the first one is definitely true that he has no affiliation with them right now. The question is, I don't. What I don't know if it, if if he ever did have an affiliation with them or not. That is not something that I've I've been able to confirm, and I did try. Um, it's just that there's different stories and I don't know which one is true and you know I can only go so far but um, the reason why I brought it up is because it's just so bizarre right like Black Lives Matter was literally the enemy of the state but according to him sure right yeah um, and him and, 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 and the force and, behind January 6th was yes, BLM right. and, like, and Tifa yeah like Black Lives like if there's a problem Black Lives Matter you blame them um, you know, the George Floyd riots, you know, Black sure. Lives Matter, with everything. So for him to make this flip, it's a, it's a bad move, but at the same time, I could see, I could see it, them thinking that it's working. And what I mean by that is, like, we talked about accountability, we talked about hypocrisy, we talked about turning a blind eye. And so... You know, his group has already said, right, well, we're accept we're not racist. We're accepting of anyone who believes what we believe, how we believe it. They talk like we talk, walk like we walk. As long as they as long as they check all these boxes, we'll take you. So if you're black and Black Lives Matter, but all of a sudden you support Trump, then we support you. Now, that's a lip service. Whether that's actually true, I don't know, but I do believe it because they will take literally any scumbag off the street as long as they say that they praise Trump, right? So it's not that surprising that they're doing it. What is surprising, though, is who he says he's affiliated with. But when Black Lives Matter comes out and says, he ain't got no affiliation with us, he's not speaking for us, fuck that guy, <laughs> then now this Mark Fisher should have a credibility problem, but it doesn't. Bring it all back around full circle, right? Because at the end of the day, you want your biases reinforced. You want your beliefs reinforced. So... You'll take a Mark Fisher, even all, even though all the things you said about the organization that he allegedly represents, right? But for them, it's a great move because now what they're doing is there was a poll that came out that said, oh, more black people are moving to the right. There are more black people are moving to Trump. And from everything I've heard, the things that I've read, there's some truth to that. There are some black people that are just kind of tired of the Democratic Party and their and people's feeling that they haven't um, they, they they haven't given haven't provided haven't backed up what they haven't saying, backed yeah. up what they were saying haven't provided that return on the investment um, that I think Black people have provided for Democrats. So there is there now is it a monumental shift? No, right. But could it be? But does it need to be a monumental? Well, shift? Well, that's the thing, right? Because if it's what if it's a five percent shift? What if it's even a three percent shift? As close as these races have been, depending on does that, where... Does that flip Georgia? Does that flip... Right, depending on where those places are, it could be very problematic for the Democrats coming up in this presidential election, and they're playing off of it, right? Like, they know that it's see-through and it's bullshit, but if it, it they're throwing it out there almost as like a, a, a flare... Right, like seeing, hey, maybe some, maybe we, maybe we get a few scratches. You got nothing to lose, right? You got nothing to lose going back to DeSantis and 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 uh, uh, Gavin Newsom. Newsom, yeah. And there, you got nothing to lose. Throw the flare up, get some attention, and see if it pulls anybody in. And I think that's what this is. 
They know that it's bullshit. They knew it was a stretch, but it didn't matter. The story made it out. It made the rounds. Even though it got shot down 48 hours later, they say, fuck it. All we needed was this to circulate for 12 hours. And to bring it completely full circle, just like Fox News retracted their story about the Rainbow Ridge. Oh, they didn't. Right. Because why? Because right. they have nothing to gain by saying, nothing oh, to gain, we're Nothing to gain by doing it. And there's and nothing no penalty to lose by there's having no done what you did. For doing it. You ready to roll? Yes. We are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram, Twitter, or sorry, Instagram and X. And Twitter. Does thread still exist? Thread still exists. Does it? Okay. I'm does still trying. Give, it's anyone, hard. Anyone give a fuck? No. A few people. A few people. We're going to get it going. We're out. <laughs>